0: thing right here yeah tell me about it is letting all the people know oh what's that what burnouts talk about
1: yeah what did they talk about baby
0: you know they're chronic <laughs>
1: ooh,
0: check it yeah. out oh that bugs so scandalous you hit it too hard you can't handle this so you're smoking that thing then you pass it to us with that look in your eyes so devious uh you inhale with all you got suck it down hard till you see and die. Mm-hmm. And your body's on the ground but your mind oh. is not because you hold up <laughs>
2: so 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 i'm so yeah you hear that dx music going at the beginning of the show you know it's about to be a lit episode hell yeah i'm back at you we got bogart in the building we got hess in the building it's about to be a lit lit stream right now Hey, quit
0: saying my government name like that
2: <laughs> i forgot we got to call him scott once in a while yeah
0: <laughs> very loose alu- they're to throw on to me
2: And Sir Bong's a lot is already up in here early. Let's get it. Oops, there you go. Yeah, I'm about to get a dab flowing right now. Looks like Hess is already partaking. And uh, who's who's smoking some dabs in here right now? If you're in the 420 crew, let's see that. uh, Let's see the rig um, emoji. Throw it in there. And uh, Antonio, what up? What up, birthday twin?
0: Yeah, see me. I I don't have too many devices, bro. Fucking rigs and all that shit—they don't last with me, man. <laughs> I do. I do got a. I do got a diamond infused joint going, and I got my carts with me, so I'll be with y'all in in seven ten spirit. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And but
0: uh, yeah, but yeah, but dab though, man. You gotta hey. go like back maybe. 12, 13 years for me, the first time I ever hit one of the motherfuckers.
2: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Who else up in here? Josh is up in here. So we're not doing any recaps right now. We're probably going to get that going on like Monday morning. Or hey, where's the
0: we're... other Josh? Whenever you see one, the other one's not far the, behind.
2: They're always around. And it was Josh, Josh who referred Josh as well. Yeah. And they weren't
0: joshing around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, e real what up bro shout out to the 420 crew <laughs> he reels in the charles jefferson uh, charles jefferson and he was like man are we the fucking slowest division or what <laughs> he asked me that we were like in the seventh round and i was like believe it or not not the slowest we got some in the sixth he's like god damn damn hey hey you know it's
0: funny is uh, that's that's the actual b reels little cousin bro
2: yeah and song said, yo, yo, I'm about to bake and shake to bed after this. Yeah, man, because I know you uh yeah, he's he's working overnight. What what, what flavor is that? That's the you just uh, mentioned
3: be real, right? That's that Dr. Green Thumb. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <sighs> Since you mentioned him. We'll
2: hey ahead. man,
0: you know the universe, man.
2: Yeah, that green thumb. <laughs> And Song said, S-takes. yeah, I don't use it enough. We're going to start using it for all the wake and bakes. I don't know why I haven't been. I know, right? <laughs>
0: and David
1: collect? P. said, somebody
2: is on the clock somewhere. That's for damn sure. Clock, is Yeah, clock. bro. <coughs>
3: hey, I bet you it's Earl.
2: <laughs> and Vern, I mean, yeah. Earl. Let's or Kahuna. Bro.
3: <laughs> Shout out to Kahuna
2: yeah and uh sir bongs said fuck it <laughs> rig it is let's get it yeah donnie shout out to canada we got the international stream going
3: hey i love that old donnie boy
2: yeah peacock's joining us he said breaking up some orange cookies put that in your bowl and smoke it oh Nice. God. look at josh we joshes stick together (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) and
0: shout out to all the joshes and shout out to my man peacock Ah!
2: yeah peacock said sipping on a blueberry space cake live resin as well he ain't hey hey what is it
0: over there in texas like 10 o'clock hell yeah
2: yep yep hell yeah
0: sunday family fun day on the set
2: i mean It's always Sunday fun day, right? Like, I mean, we're getting it right now, but during the season, everyone's going to be turned up hella early like this.
0: Fuck yeah, you're right. We just, hey, listen,
2: man, I'm in mid-season form right now. (laughs) Look at this. Ron said, what up, boys? Coming at you live from church. I like it, bro. If there's (laughs) a reason to sin, it's to watch our show. Hey, bro, tell God I said, what's up, man? (laughs)
1: Today's
3: a holy day too, Ron.
2: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And hey, uh, hey, you think Ron? You, you think Ron gets dressed up for church? Ron, do you get dressed up for church? Do you put on a suit and tie when you go? I or is it we, I, I think
3: it's a button down. I don't know about the jacket. But for sure, a long I'll, I'll give him button. button I'll give him button down with the sweats. I give him button down with slacks. You know, like maybe khakis.
2: I bet he's got, like, because cause Ron, he's all about getting the, the bargain hunting for the clothes. I bet you he found some polos somewhere like along this way. Some Ralph Lawrence for, like, ten bucks. He's
0: wearing a oh, fuck bro. defense t-shirt right
2: now. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be epic. <laughs> <laughs> he's I, I like he's slowly walked through. Hey, day. Ron's
0: in church right now praying. He's like, man, let me win
3: these leagues so I can talk shit to him and tell him I'm a real fan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
3: the other day, he sees, he sees Sees uh teenagers adults at church wearing cookies gear every sunday
2: <laughs> here we go he said uh playing base i'm wearing a diamond supply shirt with matching Phillies hat but do you wear is that your church outfit as well as when you're playing base cool
0: hey ron gets down
2: yeah yeah, he's a g- guitar and bass. I know uh, he was like, man, if you saw my house, he was like, you'd see nothing but guitars, guitar stands, amplifiers. Hey, so, man,
0: hey, Ron just, hey, <laughs> hey, Ron just got right, right into like my super cool book.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you really love uh, any kind of music artist, right? Oh, or, yeah, because you know, know
0: what? It, it makes total sense now why Ron is the way he is.
2: Because he's an artist? Yeah. <laughs> Artists
0: are fucking out there, bro. I, I would know. <laughs>
2: I mean, you yeah. guys are
0: artists in your own right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Hustling's an art, and you do that in oh. different ways and shapes and forms. You know what I mean?
2: He says he he says he plays the plays the bass at church. <laughs> That's tight. He's in God's band. He says he goes to a very laid-back church. Hey, he listen, man, I'm with the band. That's what he says. He said, "What man? God." Look at man. this. Look at this. Seventy-five guitars, forty amps, one hundred and ten pedals. Fucking insane. <laughs> Wait, what does that even mean? Seventy-five
3: guitars. The he guitar? has
2: in his collection. He has seventy-five oh, guitars. In his he has forty amps, and he yeah. has one hundred and ten pedals. That's just his
0: what's personal that collection.
3: 75? And what's
0: the dude? He used to kill it with the wall. He used to do the wah uh with the pedal, and Pete
3: Pete something. Mm. What are you, uh, Les would, Paul, what are they, what's, what's, your, what's your favorite guitar?
0: It's got to be a Gibson. Gibson. I mean, well, that's that's like the go-to, right? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And Ron said, "Love me some uh, some Fender. Huge Fender collection. I like it. Nice. What up, Devin? That's he, smoke that, dude. Did you ever have a
0: Stratocaster, the one from Wayne's World?
2: <laughs> the
0: Excalibur." <laughs>
2: uh david p says short and uh, and t- shorts and t-shirts if you could get me in there <laughs> i mean and- i know that there's some you know churches that have uh um, dress codes or whatever or somewhere you just probably feel out of place if you don't come dressed up the church that we went to when we were kids like i mean everyone was kind of just dressed normal
0: <laughs> i mean when i used to
2: go to church as a kid like it was like another spot to
0: debut you know what i mean because there was hella bitches at church you know what i mean right.
1: Especially when you're a
0: young mustache running around trying, to, you know what I mean? You know, trying to figure the world out with when it, with, the, with the opposite sex. You feel me? Like church was just one of those ones outside of school where it's like, oh shit, you know what I mean? I probably stopped going to church all the time by the time I got to high school. You know what I mean? Because then it's like they couldn't tell me I'm, I'm not I'm not going. To, I'm not getting up on a Sunday morning. And then my dad till this day he'll go by himself.
2: Yeah, it was when I when I got when I was 16 and I got my license. That's kind of when it stopped. I, well, it, was when I, it was when I started working. Also, that was another thing. Well, sixteen got my car and started working. So both worked. When
0: I when I started doing psychedelics, I was in high school, and that was when it was already like, yeah, me and God, we're good. You know, what I mean, I don't need to go to the the little the little fucking building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and hear hear the word from somebody else. Does that sound crazy? Because it's like I felt like when you do psychedelics, you know what I'm saying? That's you know that that's like the cheat code connection to that to that hierarchy you know what i mean
2: yeah definitely and i don't know I'm, I'm not really a fan for like the structured environments like that i already went to school and that was uh you know i don't well, know if,
0: i don't know if this is a bogey original or if it's something i adopted along the way of my many travels <sighs> but like i i realized um religion is like a set of rules to have a connection to something greater. Meanwhile, spirituality is just that direct connection
2: without any rules or you know what I mean? Yeah, even Peacock said it's hot in my neck of the woods, but folks dress hella nice at church. Yeah, because to some people that's like their fashion show. That's right, it's your debut.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? And speaking of church- hey, look at look at
0: the
2: fly shit that God blessed me with. <laughs> The old ladies with their fly ass hats and
3: shit you know like
0: hey you ain't gonna never see them wear that hat at the grocery store
3: no never <laughs> speaking of church that's that's actually where uh if you want to get into the history for a little bit yeah let's do it yeah. there used to be uh and i think it's actually uh just come back recently but on sundays uh there was something online called hash church Ash Church was put on, uh, produced by uh, someone that goes by the name of Bubble Man up in in Canada. And he was all about, uh, you know, the trichomes, right? So for those that don't know, right, we grow plants, right? But we don't really want to consume the plant matter if we don't have to, right? All the medicine, all that good, good, right, are in those crystals, in those trichomes. So, you know, in, in your grinder, right, at the very bottom, at the very end, you got that Keef, right? That's the trichomes that have come off the plant matter, right? Mm-hmm. That's the basics of concentrates, right? So he was all about the concentrate, all about the trichomes. And back in 2015, right, he had a guest come on and game changer, right? Guest is called Soil, goes by the name of Soil Grown back in 2015. He came on with his soil-grown tech and introduced the world, right, to, uh, to very basic technology. This is a hair press, right? Yeah. Uh, but before 2015, there was no uh, rosin. There was no rosin tech, right? Um, you know, so that's, that's when it came out. So when I think of church, you know, that's, that's what I go to. Hash Church, 2015, soil tech, and uh, the, the birth of of rosin, So, you know, good things happen at church. (laughs) And
2: so for people who don't know, literally all you do, you get that hair press, you fucking put weed in between it, you clamp it down, maybe you tie it to get it like extra, extra tight, and it's going to turn into fucking rosin. Yeah, what you
3: want to do is you you actually put it uh, in between some wax paper, some parchment paper, actually, right? Um, Now they've got some special bubble bags for it. Uh, but but essentially, if you're putting it between that parchment paper, you, you press down and that combination of heat and pressure, low heat, high pressure. Right. And it's like sap from, you know, sap from a tree starts coming out and it's it's the the tastiest, you know, medicine that that exists. Right. And it's solvent free. Um,
0: mm-hmm. You know that's oh, that's, a, that's the shit. shit right there that's that's the kicker yeah. yeah 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 hey 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 let me ask a question that dude
3: was his hair phenomenal
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i, knew it. I fucking knew it
3: that's funny you said that because one day he was just straightening his hair and you were like you know we were right. like hey he, got, <laughs> he, 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 he went through like 50 of them like you know like first month but Right. Well, hey. now then they went to like t-shirt presses, right? Because if you think about it, right, a t-shirt press, yeah, bigger version of that, right? Yeah. the exact. And, and the one again, you
2: don't have to be holding it down like with your yeah. hands and chin. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it annoying, you know. And then um and then they started going into hydraulic ones, <laughs> and, and you know now got uh, you the you have have handheld, this,
2: you have the little you handheld know. bitches.
3: Yeah. know oh, and, oh,
2: and and real quick, so I, I threw the I threw the word out to a bunch of people. Got this on Instagram, and we got someone else joining us. It's, uh, it is uh, my man, Nick. He said he rolled up a fresh blunt just for the show. What, what up, up, bro?
0: Good morning, gentlemen. What up? Top oh, of the morning.
3: Top of the morning. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing good.
2: You know what I'm saying? have to get another dab. I, yes. I
0: ain't going to lie. I got up because I thought I was late for the show. <sighs> Didn't even brush my teeth to start getting high.
2: <laughs> Sometimes it'd be I like
0: you feel know me? Through I, I threw on a new shirt though.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, life I, in the apocalypse. I threw on a new shirt too. I got another Cheech and Chong shirt. So I mean, my wife she she loves Ross. You know, so she randomly go to Ross and she knew I was live streaming. She still had to call me. She was like, "I found like six weed shirts at Ross," and I was like, "Well, just get them all." <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
0: Ross was that shit back in the days, brother. I haven't been. I need to, I need to walk up into one of those motherfuckers again one of these days, because yeah. Yeah, Ross was one of those ones you got to go digging.
2: TJ Maxx too, same thing. Yeah, hey, same TJ shit. Maxx, look i Ron right there. I love TJ Maxx. <laughs> 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 There's a, there,
0: we had some shit out here. You all ever heard of the Burlington Coat Factory? Yeah, yeah. I know the I know the founder of that, that shit company. was
2: clowning, bro. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He said he was the founder of Burlington Coat Factory. He, he, he sold it a
3: few years back, but that's that's my boy. I played golf with him.
2: Nice, well, I, I bet he sold that for a nice chunk of change. If it was only a if few he years back,
3: believe it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, right. yeah,
2: Guccini in the building. What up, bro? JD, top of the morning, bro. shoot JD the link, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, check your we text. Hey, if, if if you like want to come on and chop it up, and uh, so- no, wait, well, well, let me let me. So, the rosin, I mean, um, man, the rosin amazing if we go back to when i first found out about dabs i mean that was when it was all fucking you know butane and i mean they weren't they didn't know how to purge it they called it goo because that shit was just like straight black and like i even remember the the sales pitch to at least get me to smoke it was you put it on your bowl but because there's butane in it it'll keep it lit and it keeps the bowl (laughs) like like going longer And this is like, shit, 2005? Yeah, there you go. 2005 or 2006? So, you know, I'm like 19, like maybe 20. and uh, It's dangerous.
3: People are blowing themselves up, blowing their own shit.
2: Yeah. Not knowing you need to be doing it outside, that there's just a bunch of butane in a small-ass area. So I knew someone who ended up blowing it, but he was smart enough to at least do it outside. Hey,
0: my homie had one of them videos. You know, on YouTube, it had it hella hundreds of thousands of views and shit where he was, you know, showing how to do it. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. showing him though, because it was still those days. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. But you get that shit. It was like, too. you put it up Yeah, but it was crazy.
0: Year. And you know what's crazy is he always talks about that now. He's like, man, he's like, if I knew about YouTube back then, you know, he just posted a video, that was it. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But it was yeah. like a how to. Since then, that video has been took down. You know what I mean?
3: YouTube right. University, man. YouTube yeah. University. Yeah, hell yeah, man.
0: I used to call Uncle YouTube and be like, man, Uncle YouTube teach me how to do everything I need
3: to learn. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> I'm so like, back up. Who, who knows in the chat why what's why we're even celebrating 710? What's seven ten all about? Should we ask the chat or should we just get right into it?
2: You I'll know, what will yeah, right. If anybody knows in the chat.
3: We'll go let's see, it's let's great. see in the first 30 seconds anybody gets it. Okay.
2: Well, yes. and the, there's a little delay. We'll give it like 60 seconds between when they hear this. And should we give them a hint? Yeah, I'll we'll give him a minute. And uh, Song said the first time I did a dab, I was high for four or five hours. So when I when I hit the goo, and it was like I remembered in one day I hit like three bowls, like topped with goo. I was high for like three days, and really it was just having like the craziest like headache, like ever, so, like, <laughs> for three days. And uh, man, it almost made man, me. Not, yeah, it made me contemplate not smoking weed again. And I was like, well, it's just the goo; it wasn't. The and, and then, like, what was that first thing? The purge, the little purge machines.
0: I remember we had one of those. You know what I'm I talking about? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, cool. and like, you know, what I mean, it would take like a good amount of it out, but like, and then you would see some of the homies that would take their time on that shit. You know what I mean? They'd come through, and that motherfucker would be clearer than a motherfucker. You know what I mean?
3: I mean, the reality is, you know, if you leave it out long enough under the right conditions, it purges on its own. Alcohol. It's all science, right? Alcohol yeah. has a volatility at a specific temp, right? Mm-hmm. So depending on what the temperature is outside, that makes a massive difference, obviously, right? Good point. So, uh, but if you leave it out, you know, that will, you know, over time, you know, it, it will all just, uh, all that all that alcohol, all the butane will, will leave, you know? But you definitely, you definitely prefer it if it were backed out, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You that's know. what
0: it was. The vacuum there, you know, I was calling it the purge
2: joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what, what, <laughs> yeah. what, year, what year was that? When they started 2010, like
0: 2010,
2: 11, that's when, that's when we had it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that. back then, the whole thing was like, the hustle was like, like, cause fools, they didn't know what to do with their trim, bro. So I would just buy, like, I'd buy
3: like a garbage bag full of trim for like a hundred dollars. When? when? But right. right around then? Yeah, we turn turn garbage into gold, right, Bogey? Right, bro. And like, cause I knew
0: hella growers, and like, and then like, then then see, this is the other hustlers, the the little the sub hustlers, like the fools that were getting paid to to uh to uh, to clip shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They were they were the ones that were like, yo, we got these bags for like,
3: you know, they'll give it up for like a dollar, and it was probably
0: just them pocketing that
3: hundred. You know what I mean? right that shit's just coming out of the freezer right exactly that's, garbage that's gonna get turned into gold bruh <laughs> and then it
0: was like that was like the shattered glass era with all and then like but i was always a fan of the good the 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 cold the cold water motherfucking with like the peanut butter
2: consistency you know what i mean blasted puffin happy stem like- again, stopping through hell yeah that's nice yeah, guess- my, my rig
0: yeah, yeah. yeah Don't uh,
3: burn their house down. Let's just say you it. like it. You like it the batter. So people always ask. So did anybody answer what, what seven ten is?
2: Uh oh, yep. Here we go. Blasted puff and got it. Oil.
3: There we go. go. Oil spelled backwards. It's that simple. Who remembers? Who had a pager back in the day? Yep. Yeah. We were spelling <laughs> shit, right? Messages to each other. Yep. Pager code, bro. Pager code, right?
0: Yeah. So, yep. My pager code, code
3: was. 7- 710 oils go backwards and you know just like we're all macgyvers in our industry we're also hella marketers right <laughs> yeah. and uh we ran with that i think it was back in like 2011 2012 around then uh you know pre-2010 for sure there was no such thing as 710 uh yeah but right around 2000 2011-ish uh <laughs> that's when like the 710 cup started popping up that's when you had a couple of songs Right, come out with like 710 talking about dabs and correlation between the two, and then it just took off because you know, July 10th, people started walking in one in one those concentrates, or like a couple of days before. And you know, at the dispensaries, those who were following the data saw all those numbers go up, just like we saw them go up on 420, right? And you know, just like Hallmark, we said, Hey, it's a holiday now,
2: yeah, 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 I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, see. <clears throat> I think holidays are all just genius marketing, right? That are stuck for fucking stands like and it, and it, and a lot of times with these urban, uh, uh, what, what should I say, uh, 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 underground holidays like four twenty and shit. It happens organically, just like you know what I mean. And, hey, it was seven tens the code, you feel me? And the motherfuckers start buying all the shit. Uh, uh, that week up because they, they're keeping it lit on a 710 you know what I mean and it's yes. like if you're the dispensers you got all the data like you say you're like yeah you know what market this shit you know what I mean hey <laughs> people uh, out here uh, in the Bay people go out to the city and, and they got Hippie Hill you know what I mean yeah Hippie Hill and, and H Street or uh, uh,
3: H Street and like you know, this is like you know this is like throwback th- the fucking hippie era you know what I mean that's before yeah. 420 started with the Waldo's, these kids back in San Mateo, right right near the, the Bay Area. and near Santa uh, uh, Basically, they, uh, they they were told that there was this, uh, you know, lost cannabis field that they were going to go find. And they had like a treasure map to it. And every day after school, they would meet behind the wall, at, you know, outside the school and they would go on this hunt. Right. But rather than say all of that, you know, they would just look at each other and be like, 420? Yeah, 420, that's when school was over. 420, yeah. And then that's when they were done. And then one, Grateful Dead, right? You know, they they were in that area, they heard that story and he, you know, one of the Grateful Dead, I I can't remember who it is right now, but one of the Grateful Dead repeated it in a High Times Magazine story, right? And took off, right? That's when everybody started 420. But that's actually a real story. And there are some Waldos Damn, How far back today. does High that, Times go? That vouch. High Times is 70s, early 70s. Never early missed 70s, people. okay. Never yeah. Missed, uh, never missed uh, an edition. Yeah. Hey, that's sick. Hey, hey Grateful Dead is still rocking to this day. Oh,
0: hell yeah. I mean, minus is Jerry and, and a couple. Of, actually, a lot of them are dead now, right? A lot of the originals.
3: <laughs> yeah, but they're still going strong. But they're still going.
2: Yeah, rock stars. And, and Ron, Ron Long like like is around the clock, by the way. Who? That Hess is on the clock
3: oh.
2: <laughs> Yeah like literally just, like, I, And I just Just popped up but Yeah, Valley just got his pick in <laughs> Ron's on it but, so Who uh, are
3: we thinking, Who are we thinking here real quick Where, where, where are we going oh. Shit we Might have to go IDP right about now Let's see Yeah,
2: We're in the 20th round This is the fastest uh, draft out of all these Dan you guys are oh, almost man. done
0: <laughs>
2: That's crazy it's flying.
3: Only 26, 26 rounds. Okay, okay. Cameron Bray. All right. I see you, Ron. He was in my queue. I would have picked him up a little bit later, Cameron Bray, because there's a chance my boy Gronk comes back or there's a chance they pick up someone else. But Brady loves to throw to his tight end. So Rick could actually. They might get Julio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That'd it's funny. Really? I,
2: I've learned. I've learned more about Ron now as we've gotten into these later drafts. Because uh, you know, we I, I just talk uh, fantasy with a bunch of people, and we talk about drafts, and then we're talking about players that he drafted.
3: And- so no one took my boy Nick Bolton yet. No, nope. are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. Him so we're right now. We're in twenty. I'm twenty point six right now.
2: There still hasn't been a lot of IDP players drafted. I mean, I'm looking at the board right now.
3: Nick Bolton. Welcome to the squad. I like it. So yeah, my, my I mean, IDP right now is Devin White, Eric Kendricks, and Nick Bolton. Not bad.
2: So only 24 linebackers have been taken so far. Seven like DBs. Seven Nick Bolton's seven DLs. So we got about 40, 40, 44. I like I like Nick Bolton to be like, like a, a like a 90 solo tackle, motherfucker. <sighs> yeah. You think
0: that, he, it, he he, that far-fetched, Huss? What
2: did he have last year? I know he, I know he broke. I mean,
0: solo, uh, I'm, I'm talking about just solo tackle. No, I know. <laughs> like, so? I, I got to go check. Yeah, he, I forgot what he had. He had like 60. Solo. I think he might have had 69. Okay,
2: <laughs> let's go check. Oh, no, no. no he definitely, he definitely had triple
3: digits.
2: Well, he had he had tri- yeah he had triple digits, but how many solo? Yeah, total. But the okay, man. he had seventy. He was one. Wow, oh, damn, that's too right many. There, though. so <laughs> he had one too many for us right now. He's got to take that jump if he gets into like ninety solo range, you know, and uh, and still has his forty assisted tackles, you know, some shit mm-hmm. like that. Because um, he had a lot of tackles for loss, also eleven tackles for loss. I mm-hmm. uh, Had the TD off the fumble, um, so I mean that that's big time. So he's got he's got to do those things plus add. Another twenty-ish uh, tackles, and he could be competing for like top twelve. He's a great mm-hmm. best call.
3: I think. Yeah, you don't have to. You know, it can happen at any point. Yeah. Last
2: year, <laughs> last year, I don't even know if you guys uh, don't remember. He he didn't start. No, uh, he, he. I was yeah, about was to say he was he was in the rotation, and then like I remember it was a
0: prime time game, and there were like. Uh, the, you, you know how they have all those tidbits before the game. Like, yeah. oh, we're really excited about it. Nick Bolton. They say he's going to get a full uh, couple of snaps, of all, and then that was when it went on. I want to say that was like week five or six. You know what I mean?
2: Well, It was just so the like, first four games that he didn't start. So yeah, it was probably week five. Okay, it
0: was week five. Yeah. So I want to say I I could tack on like twenty more
2: solos. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he did. He only has sixty uh, percent uh, snaps for out the, for the entire season. Yeah, and now and, and now, like and now he's him. M- and
3: that's going M- up. Yeah. He's the
0: MLB
2: yeah. now, right?
3: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Mic. Let, yeah. Let yeah. Mic. yeah, I like that. Shout out to Stadavelli. He picked up Crosby. That was they were they were like side by side at the top of my queue.
2: Who would he grab?
3: Crosby. Oh, that's Crosby. Crosby. I don't I mean, know. You were you, were I, thinking,
2: you were thinking kicker. Yeah, I was like, what?
3: Yeah. I mean,
0: oh, we been I mean, in so many think different types of leagues. I'm like, was he getting a rookie pick? Like,
2: I'm,
0: like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's just buddy.
2: Yeah, let me see here. I'm going to look at the snap percentage. I don't
0: really fuck with the Max Crosby's or the like. I mean, like,
3: because it's like you just you need them to get the sacks more than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I love it when others make the decision for you. You know, but I I that like is it. good point.
2: Like Bogart, he's still pissed about when he uh, made the decision for everyone, and it was the wrong decision for himself. At least I uh, clicked the wrong button.
0: Oh yeah, oh that one. I mean, why you have to bring that shit up,
2: bro? <laughs> this shit's funny. Can I do that all day. Like, <laughs> oh, You know
0: right. what's crazy yeah. is like it just happened to Hess or something like that, right? I mean, you were talking about something similar in the chat in our in our thread, and then I go in there like, fuck, I just fucking got Dylan. I just realized I don't have Killer Cam. <laughs> like, it was like maybe like 10 minutes later. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm
2: man? So I'm, so I'm looking here. His snap percentages, he had the most snaps out of any of the uh, the any of the inside linebackers. And yeah, because uh, it
0: was like, who else was there? Like Willie Gay,
2: uh, Hitchens, Hitchens. uh, Neiman and was, was Hitchens
0: hurt or they just weren't fucking with him last
3: year?
2: Uh, I mean, so. Th- I just read those in order of uh like how many snaps. So, oh, okay. I mean, he had the, he had the third most linebacker snaps. Nice. On 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 the Chiefs, on the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, Nick Bolton, I mean, there's a lot of games where he was like under 50% uh snap percentage. So, yeah, we're going we're going to need to see that come up. He did it looked like he he did miss one game like completely. Could a COVID, that, but could have been. It was yeah, it was week uh, 16. That was when Travis Kelsey went down and all that. So, Oh,
0: yeah. Could
2: have been. Was... Ha. Yeah. And Crispy says, ha, sucks to be you, man. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to keep bringing up that uh, Patrick Mahon. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Crispy. And I know he's he's somewhere. I would never be able to find him if I wanted to find him. Just, he's, uh, even if I knew the location, he'd be under the in, under <laughs> building just getting away.
2: Jemmo in the house. What up? Icon. And Will, what up, bro? What's going down? And Crispy said, DBs to me are worthless in best ball. Not the top ones, because yeah, uh they do not a Dur- to shit ton of tackles. Yeah, not your Derwins, your 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 Buddhas, your fucking uh
0: your your Adamses.
2: But only like there's 24 linebackers that have gone off the board in that specific uh division, and there was only seven DBs, you know, so like three right. and a half times more. Same with linemen. There was only like seven linemen. That went compared to 24 linebackers, yeah. <laughs> and Nick said, Sorry, gentlemen, I had a phone call come in, no worries, bro. We just call that going into the matrix, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to hop back on or whatever, feel free. And See, Tino's in the house, what up, Tino?
0: Aloha, hey. I text Tino yesterday, I said, Hey, bro. I said, uh, jump on because you know, Tino's a, Tino keeps it lit, you know, yeah. that's my birthday twin, and like, like Tino, he. He worked in the cannabis industry forever bro so like you know what i'm saying he just always have the, always have some good like he, oh you know he's in he, he was in the game so i figured hey i'm gonna hit him up for the for the wake and bake right because you know we're bringing on just some some real uh, uh pie head historians you know what i mean but he was like oh i'm in hawaii bro <laughs> so it's like whatever what is it like three hours earlier over there right now uh
2: with two i think it's two hours behind <laughs> right now that. he said had to wake up at 6 a.m for this bad boy that's some dedication See? there you go you yeah. the man, you the man.
0: I, I remember when, uh, the last time I was in Hawaii, it's 2019,
2: and what was crazy, because like,
0: just, you know, in hindsight, you know, there was hell of people wearing masks already, you know what I'm saying? That shit was crazy, because you know what I'm saying? You know, it, you know. anyways, I digress. So I'm in Hawaii, and it's a fucking, the, the Europe game uh, on the Sunday morning, which is 6 o'clock West Coast time, but I'm in Hawaii, so that's 4 o'clock. And then, you know, and I'm in Hawaii uh, for the whole week, we we're there for a wedding, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I'm Hawaii turnt, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? We're just staying up, you know what I mean? And, like, I just stayed up, watched all the football. So I, I – you know what I mean? And then slept nice on the beach. Cause them waves. and the waves are nice. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, we used to go to – well, not we used to. We went to Hawaii a couple times, and uh my uncles got – they got their house, like, in the city, and then they got their beach house, like, all the way on North Shore. And He was, um, yeah. like, the
3: head – wasn't he, like, the headlight? What, what was he out there?
2: Yeah, so he has he has David Hasselhoff's uh, job in real life. So he was like the lieutenant lifeguard on Waikiki for the longest time. Oh, that's
0: right. He actually was like a consultant for them, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. He actually consulted like with Baywatch, and he was like their insider to making things more realistic when it came to certain things. What, was he shredded? Uh, I mean, when he was younger, yeah. I mean, because, oh, okay. I mean i mean i mean even now i mean he's still like super like fit um even being like 60 something like um but yeah he's uh, he finally retired uh i think it was around like COVID and all that he like officially retired but uh yeah and then he was the captain lifeguard for the longest time and uh, he was like man this he's like baywatch is bullshit no captain lifeguard's gonna be out there he's like i don't even touch the sand anymore <laughs>
3: Yeah, surfing, you're using all kinds of muscles. You staying hella trim, hella fit. That's
0: true on the motherfucking sand and then water and swimming.
3: Not easy. So so what was his his his
2: sons, his sons were jacked though. Like those guys were like fucking gym rats, and they were like (laughs) like one of them was a bodybuilder for a while. Now he's a lifeguard, but (laughs) yeah, both football players. Both it, it had the uh, it, it was their Hawaiian blood that got them big because
3: they were way bigger than their dad. <laughs> what were some of the more interesting concentrates you guys have come across in your day? It could be any kind of concentrate, cannabis. So, I remember um,
0: this was like I can just remember the first time, well, not what the first time, but one of the one of the times where it was like I, I first encountered some of that 99 gold. shit. You know what I mean? And, like, they, had, it was on one of those emails and shit. And, like, bro, I was just like, whoa, this is, okay. I'm like, that's different from any other kind. This is probably, like, 20, I don't know, 2012, where I was like, okay, that's what's up. Because, you know, before that, we're making it. It's all some bullshit. It's all the dark. and You know what
2: I mean? Yeah. So, for yeah, me, like, I
0: was like, oh, okay, this is righteous right here. I was like, they're doing it right. You know what I mean? And then the when the di- distance came around, I was I'm trying to think when did the distance first come around like 24 13 14-ish? Right. Because yeah. like I know by the time by the time like it was 2015, like I was having carts, you know what I mean? Like people were just having it, you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, because people were making those motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, these these guys are on in your area, bogey, guild extract.
2: Yeah. And that's, <laughs> who, that's who I was gonna bring up because so uh, 2015. Uh, I went to the uh, the cannabis cup in uh, in Socal San Bernardino and uh, I was with um, an edible's company so I got to go in through like you know the business side or yeah, yeah, yeah and so I'm like waiting in line because I, I got I got there trying <laughs> they told me get there early because it's gonna get crowded if you show up a little late because uh, everyone shows up late to the stoner events and uh, so I get there a little early so I'm waiting in line waiting for them to like open the gates for us and shit and uh, I hear these guys like behind me. And they're like, yeah, I can't wait. Um, You know, this is like uh, one of the first times, you know, we're bringing it to SoCal with the big event. You know, this 99.99% THC. And I was listening to them like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, this sounds amazing. And uh, so finally, like, uh, I mean, I'm working the booth for a while. You know, uh, it was an edibles company that I was there with. And uh, then I start doing my rounds, walking around, giving out samples and stuff. And then, and then I see the big sign: ninety nine point nine 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 seven percent THC or whatever it is. I may be wrong with some extra nines, but it's damn near like a hundred percent THC. And like you look in like the their little like they have, they have like the glass like you know container and shit. Yeah. Manage it, it looks like some powder, you know. Like I mean, it is just straight white, like straight white, clearish, and like. You know, it definitely doesn't look like anything that I've seen before. See, but I had, see, when I had it, it
0: was it was the distillant. You know what I'm saying? It was a motherfucking, it was like fucking straight
3: liquid. Like,
0: and, yeah. and it had a little tinge. That's why they called it the gold. But now it's like
2: you see, they are making them shit to be damn near clear. You feel me? Like, yeah. See, look at that. Look at that. It's like super yeah. Tight. And uh, I remember they were doing it for like it was twelve bucks just for a dab um 12 bucks just for a dab and uh it was 60 bucks for a half gram it was like 120 bucks for a gram yeah. and like they they had to it's so fucking pure that they had to like add terps to it for because flavor. like yeah because if you i mean you don't even get any flavor so like what i would do when i when <laughs> i started having guild a little bit on the regular i would just take a little piece of the guild Mix it with another little dab, you know, for the flavor, mm-hmm. and then it's like, man, snow cone it, ooh, shot to the moon with that shit, snow cone, bro. Damn it, okay. So Hawaii's three hours behind. He said, yeah, yeah I told 51 you, one right now. So Hawaii's one of the smart ones that they don't change their clocks for daylight savings time. So it's either two hours or three hours depending on the time of year. I well, can I mean, never they didn't
0: they didn't, ha- they didn't really have like agriculture like that, right? I mean, I guess they do now, but I mean, I don't know. Either way, when you're in Hawaii, that shit's like it's like slow. The time is like slower, even you know, what
3: I mean? it's crazy. Yeah, so Tino's <laughs> gonna hit 710 a.m. in addition to 710 p.m.
2: Tino, yeah, yeah,
3: see through that 710 a.m. But you're gonna yeah. hit
2: that. Sir Bong's a lot know what's up. He said T H C A powder diamond sauce crystalline. Crystalline. However, yeah. say that. Nice. Yeah. That guild is uh, is wild. That shit. That, that that's that cone no kind of shit. We used to we used to
0: dab. Uh, we used to take the nail and then put hella hella different shit on them. You know what I'm saying? Then man, I wish of. I had
2: more. Uh, man, Hess, I wish I had more of that. That Voyager. Those guys were dope, man. They hooked me up with like three fire ass grams of their shit, and woo. So man, good. that was so good for so. <laughs> that oh, was God. those days when I was falling oh, asleep. Flowers. I like.
3: Yeah, but those THC crystals. Who is that, Cerbanta That I was yeah. the Yeah, those THC crystals are actually uh, produced in the sauce, right? The sauce you leave it. You know, that's that's the you know last step in the post production, and then instead mm-hmm. of like whipping it and making a you know batter, right? Because so many concentrates are actually very very similar, but just the last step in post production is what changes it up a little bit. Uh, but uh, you know, with cervantes, I was talking about yeah, those those diamonds, you know, those crystals that that form in the sauce. You get kind of like the best of both worlds. You get that terpy sauce, right? All that flavor, and then you got super duper high concentrate. Uh, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Dang it, Tino said you guys are right. I owe myself another seven ten. I only bought trees out here though, man. And uh, hey, Tino. Tino.
3: Get yourself a hair straightener. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself some wax paper. You got an hour, <laughs> all right. Get a, I know you got a hair straightener, and boom, <laughs> yeah. all right. Get yourself Oh a
2: man, round. Gemma said, "Guess who's on the clock?" Fuck, is it my Earl? name, Earl? <laughs> Earl's on the
3: clock.
0: Oh, what time is it? That means in four hours, <coughs> we're, we're moving
2: is. for sure.
3: <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm messaging him right now.
3: Also, some of you, some of the more interesting concentrates I've come across. So anybody that's got asthma is familiar with the old school inhaler, right?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. We got got the inhaler for the Super DL, you know. You don't want any kind of smell whatsoever. You got the inhaler. What else here? We've got, like, the Vinaca spray. That's a pretty good concentrate, you know right time yeah this one's cool right here too (laughs) this one see a lot of times you know if you got a tincture right it's it's not that palatable or you know it took a while it took years and years when they first started extracting right a lot of like tinctures tasted like burnt rubber or just then they added turbines and messing around but rarely would you get uh, a manufacturer that was putting something out that actually tastes exactly like the spring. So this, these guys, Harvest Direct, came up with this tech, right? So this one right here uh, is uh, Super Silver Haze, right? So you just take a couple drops of this Super Silver Haze and add it to anything you're drinking. So right now, I happen to be drinking some seltzer. And I'll turn my my seltzer now. Into uh, a twenty milligram because I just added two of those the so twenty milligram and you know don't have too much sulfur in there. So otherwise, I would probably add a little more. You know, your boy.
0: Hey, uh, do you ever just take a drop and you be like,
3: <gasps> oh, all the
2: time?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be I like, pick. fuck yourself, Let me get right. get right locked in it.
2: I just locked in my pick in the Charles Jefferson guys. I don't know how Kenny Pickett was picked over Jameis Winston, but <clears throat> I just locked him in. Wow, that's crazy. Crazy. Number th- as my number three, I got Herbert. I mean He's twenty yeah, twenty one leagues.
3: Get on the field this season.
2: And he might not. He might, hey, he might not going to get on the
0: field. We won. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. He, he might know something two, that we don't. He, he might know that guy might know something we don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he picked Then that's his number two QB on the team, too. He has uh Lamar Jackson and then uh can you pick was that auto? Was, was it an auto pick maybe from his queue? I don't think so. I, I mean it could have been, but I, I'm not sure. You know those tobacco? Anybody
3: spit tobacco? No.
2: You know
3: those uh that guy
1: oh, the yeah, 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 the
3: chews. Tobacco, tobacco pouches? Yeah. Yeah, the chews. Yeah. So these those can of dips Weed came pouch. out with these pouches. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Pat McAfee be uh, Pat McAfee's sponsored by those the Canada Dips.
3: Yep, yep. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. Oh, and so what is it? What what's actually in it? Does it just taste like it? Or I mean, no.
3: There's there's uh, this one is 150 milligrams of THC. There's 15 in there, so you know, break that down, so you get about you know 10 milligrams of THC. And uh, some of them have CBD, but this happens to be THC. Uh, they this got a little mint flavor. Um. so
0: yeah. does it get you the head rush like chew
3: uh, yeah I mean obviously this and, and it, and it, it doesn't you don't see the thing is with an edible and we'll get to edibles in a second right a little education here people you know some people fuck around with edibles some people are like you know it just lasts way too long and I don't know if anybody stopped to think about like what's up with that right they're not adding anything different you're not smoking
1: you yeah know, you're putting it into your different. bloodstream
3: so what happens right in your liver right when you digest that your flour, right which is delta nine right turns into literally turns into a different compound turns into delta 11 because of the what's going on in your liver delta 11 right that's giving you a much more intense experience it's going to last six seven eight hours right Mm -hmm. but it's got to go all the way down into the digestive tract your enzymes got to start breaking it down that's why it can take like 45 minutes to an hour for old school edibles, right? On the left, like you just said, Bogie, you go right through the bloodstream, right? And you do that, something like this, right? Or like you said, through a, a tincture, through a tincture, right? Where you're just going under the tongue, right? Yeah. You go under the tongue, or right where I'm right here in the cheek, right? That's, um, tra- you know, that's just going sublingual. Straight,
0: straight. to the brain. <laughs>
3: Into the bloodstream. There you go, sublingual. And uh it won't turn into Delta 11. So it's not going to last as long. It won't be as intense, right? um But it'll kick in maybe about 5, 10, 15 minutes, uh, last about an hour to two hours. And does it give you the spits like you? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, this one? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it can. But, but, but you, would you want to not, would you want to spit that? Cause that's like, yes. cause that's like, you know what I'm saying? Has yeah,
3: it has taste in that motherfucker. Exactly. Exactly. This is when you just chill and chill.
0: Have one of those cans just, you
3: know what I mean? Exactly. And then of course, of course they came out with, you know, the, everything from like, you know, gummies, you know, and we got mints, right? Mints are my favorite. Right, and Breeze, shout out to Breeze. They put out a really, really good product. But you were talking about distillate. So, you know, you got like the gummies, right? Mm -hmm. You got a brand like Smokies, shout out to Smokies. And you you got all kinds of good, you know, tasting. This one is uh, with watermelon, you know. uh, But what they do is they take distillate, right? So, distillate doesn't have flavor, but you know, when you're making a certain product like that, that's cool. Right, you don't necessarily want your watermelon gummies to have a weird taste, right? You want to taste like mm-hmm. watermelon gummies. So they're loving distillate like that, right? Yeah. Uh early on, back in the day, this is one of the first guys. They were actually out of Colorado Chiba Chews. Remember Chiba Chews? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, same kind of thing. And then fast forward, now what we're doing is taking that live rosin technology that we were talking about earlier, like right? that full flavor. Right. And why mm-hmm. is it live? Because it's fresh, frozen, right? So it's, you don't have to dry it or anything. So that's huge for, for a commercial cultivator, right? That mm-hmm. shaves off about 10 days, you know, 10, 12 days of drying, right? And another maybe three weeks of curing, right? Shaves all that up, you put it, boom, into a, into a, a you know flash frozen, you know, freezer. And You have to then, you know, use a BHO to extract that to get that full flavor, but that's fine. They use BHO in in medicinal uh, uh, environments all the time. Um, But what you end up getting is full flavored, like strain profile product. So shout out to Kiva, right? And they came out with this uh, new brand Lost Farm, but they got these blueberry live resin uh, fruit chews that taste like Blue Dream. So I, I personally like the that, flavor, that flavor profile. Right. So mixed together like that, it's fantastic. So they've got like, you know, OG, they've got Skywalker, they've got all kinds of, you know, very, very popular strains with uh, some grapefruit juice. And and, and, a lot and, of uh, and how much,
2: how, how many milligrams are in those? I remember Kiva. I mean, they used to be known for those thousand, you know, 2000, you know, bars but 10 uh, you know yeah nowadays that
3: that's the well, yeah they got to yeah. be now right yes, that, that's, that's, that's by long, beef, right you know yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah That, that was like people.
0: five i want to say that was like already like 3 or 4 years ago they they, they you know you could not get those so even like the ones that were remaining on the shelves foods were still buying those like oh you still got left over like those thousand those thousand uh bar uh fucking
1: uh brownies
3: or whatever shit. yeah yeah for yeah. the shit
0: Yeah, I had a couple. I had a real ambitious. uh, It was just a a shroom endeavor. Me and my boy, he's one of my best friends in the world. I used to live with me, and then he moved. You know, he moved away. And a couple, you know, a couple years later, he comes back to visit. So it's like a three days. We're just getting turned. You know what I mean? And like, and like the the shroom day, as I like to call it. You know what I'm saying? We had so we're we're shrooming. We're also eating like 50 milligrams here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like you know, it's like this is my boy since we were kids, so it, like it turned into like, hey, don't a, like, don't be a bitch. eat another 50. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, oh, I just ate 75, bitch. like, oh, oh.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? It was one of those, but the and best thing like, is when you can have thousands of milligrams, all you're gonna do is put yourself to bed, you know, and there's yes. no such thing. I mean, but
0: see, when you're on, you the- <laughs> see, okay, I'm gonna get to that, so now we're you know, we, I probably, I probably had like uh, maybe five or six grams just to me of shrooms, you know what I mean? Over the course of the day, you know what I mean? But like when, once we got over like 500 milligrams, you know what I mean, of that brownie and we were just watching like we went on a a, a, Jim Mar- a Jim Carrey marathon. So by the time we got through like Dumb and Dumber and like Ace Ventura you know what I'm saying? Like the shrooms kind of wore off to me, you know what I'm saying? Then, then we go on uh, we probably left about like 350 something milligrams left on that brownie so then I do pass out. But I end up waking up because now it's like my third eye is just fucking glaring. Because it was – oh, yeah, for context, too. It was a hybrid um, – it, it was a hybrid sativa dominant, you know what I mean? And which is dope because it's like, man, you can't barely find shit like that back in the day, you know what I mean? And, bro, I was – so it was like, you know, because of all the shrooms that, that I ate that day, I swear, like, every time I close my eyes, I'm just seeing hella colors, bro. So, yeah. yeah like, and I, I related it to, like um, – you, you, like when, when you're a little kid and your mom op- opens the blinds, like, "Get up, get up for school." You're like, "Ah!" Oh, like, you know what I mean? It was like every time I close call- some, I'm like, in the dark with my eyes <laughs> open, trying to like It was and, crazy.
2: You know, said so Bogey, ever try those Shrooms chocolate bars in Oakland?
0: Yeah, hell yeah, bro. The Willy Wonka joints for real. Like there's 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 a handful of different brands, but I, I had the Willy Wonka shit right where it literally had Willy Wonka on that motherfucker. And bro, so my man was like, "Eat one square," and I was like, "Okay, boom, I should eat it." You know what I mean? And and, uh, and he was like, "You know, he didn't think I was gonna eat one right there." You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, oh, "Oh shit, man. I'm like, "What?" He's like, "He's like, man, you better you better not have nothing to do for like the next five six hours." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he went lying
3: though. He went <laughs> lying though. I was he was
0: like, "Chang oh. Yeah, I'm well, like, "You're bro.
3: there. You can get your hand on uh, on that cookie brand caps." He came, okay. he came out with, uh, with, with you know cannabis brands coming out with uh, you know a little bit of mushroom tech yeah hey, hey, I'll be
2: right back
0: y'all
2: okay yeah I was crazy at that pop up yesterday there was a, a booth that had some trippy tea and uh shrooms with uh with some tea and i'm gonna try it um i don't really like tea though that,
3: that's, really- yeah, that's the best <laughs> best line sometimes but i think that could be top three ever yeah we're gonna have to record that yeah i don't like tea <laughs> <laughs> that's the best that's the best
2: uh, but uh yeah it's uh it's cool the uh the shrooms are just getting uh people are getting a little bit more open about it because oh, yeah. uh that's what artists need you know to uh to thrive open that third artists, eye and...
3: entrepreneurs i mean it's silicon valley they've been microdosing for who knows how these yeah standards. yeah,
2: yeah. That, that's what's getting real cool and uh any what so where has it been decriminalized
3: uh for sure uh places like oregon colorado uh uh New Mexico, several states have already uh, decriminalized it. Nice. Uh, even went further, legalized it. Um, but we're not going to see, like, you know, cannabis dispensaries like in Amsterdam. I'm sorry, uh, you know, mushroom dispensary in right, right, Amsterdam right. Uh, popping up the same way we're seeing cannabis dispensaries like we saw in Amsterdam popping right. up right now right. under these new regulations. Yeah, What's going to happen is, A, no one's going to get in trouble, you know, for mushrooms uh but more importantly are that rather than having to run to certain types of anti-anxiety medicines there's now going to be this this plant-based option that doctors can prescribe literally legit and people can go to these clinics uh and sort of retrain the way they think uh you know uh in a very safe way right and a lot Mm -hmm. of times Tina says,
2: Oakland, it's damn near it's looks legal. You can get shroom bars at most smoke yeah. shops. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, Oakland's just a different, uh, different beast. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty dope,
3: though. Yeah, all over the place. It, it's pretty easy. Yeah.
2: And uh, yeah. I remember, uh, I mean, as far as, like, you know, these um, – I mean, the dispensaries, the the lounges and stuff, like you know, back when it wasn't uh regulated or anything. I remember in 2010 one of my homies had a dispensary, and uh, he had like a little uh, little dab bar as well and um and people used to fucking love coming there. I mean I would just I would go in there because he was always i mean I, I was always getting stuff you know from him, just having the uh, the connection and all that. so I would just be uh, going in there helping him a bunch and uh, and working behind the dab bar. And uh, man, it was so fun.
3: <laughs> Shout out Sir Bang's a lot making candies. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I know all about that. We're using uh Sir a lot making candy actually. I mean you gotta use like a thermometer to, you know, you gotta really know what you're doing, to making candy, making chocolate, you know, you can fuck around, throw, you know, <laughs> throw some throw some uh, cannabis butter, you know, into a crock pot, you know. But when you're making uh gummies or you're making hard candies, yeah that can go from like you know, real, real good to, you know, nasty real quick. For uh, sure. So It's hard. So shout out, you know, Sir a doing that right and helping out those medical patients for sure. Mm,
2: yeah, definitely. Especially uh, if it's things where they can't really smoke and they need that, you know, because that's one of the only ways that they can like uh, t- intake. Um, yeah, shout out to you, bro. Doing God's work right there, man.
3: Yeah, they can make like, like a show another for some people weren't here yet. That CBD coffee yeah sea coffee and that's what's in here of course you know yeah there we go but not everybody not everybody can smoke right and yep. but that's what concentrates what's, we're celebrating today right is the the advent of concentrates right we turned garbage into gold and now we're helping medical patients i mean it started way way back have you heard of rso rick simpson oil
2: Yep, yep. You know I mean,
3: and, and shout out again back to YouTube University uh, and Rick Simpson. Rick Simpson, I mean, people were like putting hoods on and, you know, no one wanted yeah. to see face back in the day. Rick Simpson was like, this is how you make this oil, you know, be safe. This is how you do it. But for medical patients that, that really, really needed it, you know, you end up with, with something like that, you know, like a, a real dark uh black paste, you know. But, you know, a little bit of that, and you know, that can legit cure cancer, right? Ask Tommy Chong, right? Ask me two time cancer survivor. And it works, right? It, it causes apoptosis, right? Where the, the cancer cells actually don't get the blood supply that they need to live. And they essentially die, right? And so it's, uh, you know, cannabis, cannabis heals, right? And so that's, that's that Rick Simpson oil, man. Uh, so, so good so
2: so good yeah and then that's uh i mean it's almost like no adjective that you can even put on it because like it's uh it's just insane how much that um has helped people ever since it's kind of came into existence or whatever
3: and then you used to get on those early date
2: pens. yeah all right we got another guest coming in the peacock made it in the building
1: oh can you guys hear me Yep. yep. All right, cool. Awesome. I was looking for headphones and I busted out these ancient things that I I was cleaning my office yesterday. I have no idea what I did with my other set. So it is what it is. Yeah. How you guys doing? Doing good.
3: good. Doing good. Yeah. You're, you're, in, you're yeah. in Texas right
1: now, right? I, I am in Texas. I am lit right now this morning. Texas That's one
3: awesome. of the one of the lagging states when it comes hor- to, to cannabis, you
1: know. It, yeah, it's horrible. Thanks for reminding me. We'll
3: get, <laughs> we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, I know it's, it's, um, I mean, I'm right on the border of Mexico. So, um, you know, I feel like it's, I'm in a little bubble here as far as like being able to, to go upstate or bring things from other states over, you know, anything like that. So I do have a, a set of locals, you know, things and I have some logistics people who travel the country and kind of hook me up once a month. So I do everywhere. get access to good stuff.
2: And real quick, if you guys never watched uh, Hanging with the 420 Crew, like when uh, the, the show that we were doing, like in the off-season, like last year I was bringing different people on for smoke sessions and stuff. Hess was on episode number two. I just put the link in the chat if you guys want to go check that out after this uh, so you can get a, a whole backstory on, uh, on Hess if you've never uh, seen the video.
1: Cool. I'll probably check that out later. I was actually gonna. I was working on a painting yesterday. I got blown with Bob Ross for about two hours, so I'm gonna probably finish it off today. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there we go. And sir, got a Texans hat. We don't see that too often. <laughs> I got a Texans hat. I got
1: a couple there. I got some Spurs. I got an Astros hat. So I got my teams.
2: Judge yeah, James, whenever it's on, on the playmakers hope. on uh, every Wednesday night, you're bound to see some uh, some Texas stuff.
1: Because yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a Davis Mills aficionado. If you guys don't know, so I'll always talk about them just just because. Yeah,
2: it's, man, it's, it's fun so so I, I pull up the uh, the video real quick just so I could get the hangar with the 420 crew episode two. And uh, so I can get the link. And uh, man, it's just all Stu right in there. A bunch of a bunch of chats from Stu, and it's like, Hustler, your mic's fubar now. I was like, right after I got my new mic, after uh, all the unemployment money came in from like 2020 when I got fucked over, <laughs> and I just bought like got the dopest mic. Got that. Got that shure SM75. Oh yeah.
3: yeah. yeah I got this I got the new tech. This is the spire Dab. Hustler's still rolling with that torch, huh?
2: i know man i'm still a caveman over here like i gotta light the fire first before we can get it going i need to get need to get on that puff game and you know what it's me being jaded. I, I talked about it pre-show a little bit with the uh with the uh the what's it called the uh the eat the um, the eat the d nails or whatever the fuck um yeah the chick would keep burning out on me and like you had to have those extra coils and those would just keep burning out like crazy and uh I was so pissed because it was like so cool.
3: Yeah, this is speaking of Puffco, right? I mean, I'll show you where they went from, right? They went from. Well, actually, this is not even their latest device. They actually just came out, just dropped their newest device, which looks like the old school pipe, you know, uh, and
1: then Sherlock out. Holmes style.
3: Yeah, Sherlock Holmes style. <laughs> but that started sort of like what Hustler is saying. Um, but they came out with a little bit instead of you know a little bit safer version, no plastic. That was like the big thing. When people were ordering shit out of China, you know, (laughs) and getting that up to temp, we're burning plastic and inhaling that as well, right? So shout out to Puffco, right? When they started out of Brooklyn, out of all places, uh, now obviously headquartered in in Cali, um, (laughs) still have offices in Brooklyn. Uh, But when uh, when he came out, he, he came out with that, And literally revolutionized the game Uh, you you know instead of the torch everybody was on the torch I mean you know everybody I mean that's that's how you had to get it up to temp Uh, but when he came out with that puff code peak a couple presses of the button you know you see that's lighting up right now
2: yeah I need to fucking get one of those damn caveman over here those things are fucking so legit though I, I guess I'd never used one until uh, um, until we went to that little party uh, I don't even know what it was, the networking event or whatever and uh, um, I can't remember her name but she had some fire ass uh, dab and she yeah. had a rough co-piece and Anthony in the building, what up Uncle Buck some more Cali people getting in the chat.
3: And now they got these models where they attach, like, to an app on your phone, you, can, you know, heat up temperature. But without that, you got a couple nice attempts on this one, you know, green being, like, the lowest, red, you know, red being, uh, you know, green being the middle, blue being the lowest, and then red being the hottest. But yeah, sometimes you want to taste your concentrates, because that's what it's all about, tasting that flavor. So if you want to taste it, you got to taste love- that, that lower temperature. Low temperature. Temperatures, you know, different different uh, molecules burn off at different temperatures, right? Yeah. And so you've got all these different terpenes which are giving those flavors to the cannabis. Contrary to the word flavonoid, that's actually uh, more look and color. Uh, but but the flavor, the terpenes, they'll burn off at different temperatures, right? So yeah. You when you both. take
2: those hot dabs, like sometimes that should be hurting your throat, you know, it like definitely doesn't taste good. You gotta let that shit get down to temp.
3: And these are nice because you can get push them again. They call it party mode. They all happen nowadays and you know you keep it going.
1: I'm having my cannabis and caffeine. It's like my daily ritual.
2: <laughs> yeah, like Devin the dude, man, him and the coffee brothers. <clears throat> Just that coffee in the morning.
3: That out. Get some get some we'll get some of that out to you.
1: Like it, yeah, man. It's, it sucks over here, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, every two weeks, I'm like, all right, I got to hit up a different uh, rotate on my plugs. That way I'm not wearing them out.
2: Uh, and fucking, uh, yeah, I know Crispy's in Texas too. He said, Texas politicians hanging on to their whiskey and their Bibles. Hypocrites. And, uh, yeah,
1: he knows that I feel the same way, dude.
3: <laughs> same way as that, like in Utah. Utah was like, they made it medical on the condition that, you know, and obviously the church got involved that, you know, um, uh, DLS, and they were like, on the condition it never <laughs> goes adult use. So we'll see if that stays. You know, that'll be one of the last to go. Um, but some states, yeah, super red. You know, it'll take some time. No. But at this point, you know, it's uh, it's very much bipartisan. In fact, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, it, it got some news that the Republicans were actually going to take that over as like a talking point, and and when they come back in, they're going to say, well, we're going to federally legalize it in all states.
1: I heard something like that, but I don't know how. We'll see what happens, I
3: guess. 100% legit. right? It'll still take time. I mean, if they did it today, right? If tomorrow you woke up, boom, you know, Biden was like, yeah, it's federally legal now. It's going to take four or five years for that to, like, implement, you know? Yeah. At the state level. But, you know, at a certain point, it'll be like beer. And I'd be like, alcohol, you know, and and you can get your favorite brand, Uh, you know, pretty much anywhere and ship across states.
1: And yeah, I think like, what is it? This summer is like 18 years, my 18 year anniversary from when I went to Amsterdam for a little while. And man, it was so cool. It was just, I don't know, never forget it. (laughs) I was there for two days, but we went to Switzerland and we bought a whole bunch of, you know, Bud. And then we stayed in Europe for another two weeks and it had just become the European Union. So we were traveling through all the countries with no, uh, you know, no problem. So we were just, you know, toking it up everywhere, taking pictures. I mean, went to Italy for three days, was in France for two. So it was dope. Oh, yeah. oh, Literally. Okay. Uh, two, it was uh, a great three trip. Nights, three different times. One was yes. just like a very quick uh, in and out, like stopover kind of thing, but twice was like a proper two, three day. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way to do it.
3: Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, shit you want Amsterdam go to Cali go to Colorado go anywhere you know it's <laughs> it's much more robust you know yeah, they're awesome. sending genetics now back to Amsterdam it used to be the other way around you know uh, yeah. but now genetics are you know everywhere you know and it's legal you know i'm in the state of new york you know it's it's you can grow in, in your home
1: you know, yeah, so. I mean, it's come a long way from when I was like 14 and smoking like Mexican ragweed to <laughs> what I have now, you know.
2: <laughs> I, could, I could only imagine because, uh, I mean, being in San Diego, we're right by the border. So, I mean, I, I'm seeing a lot of the, you know, the, the Mex weed that's uh, making it over that Reggie Bush, yeah. you know. That's
1: <laughs> <number>. <laughs> You'd get like a whole bunch of it for like 20 bucks or something. <laughs> back yeah. In the <laughs>
2: bundle a bundle yeah I remember there was two guys at uh, I, at my school who uh, i mean their uncle would be like sending it over to them you know i'm like man they didn't yeah. care they're giving you so much like,
1: yeah that's those are the, the, the days exactly yeah,
2: i never smoked that shit people are like oh are you too good for this and i was like well i'm offering you to like you know partake and you can just save that for someone else
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I had to drive over to like the bigger city to be like, all right, what are, where do I where do I pay up for some some good stuff? <laughs> yeah,
2: I couldn't I couldn't imagine how bad it was in Texas, like uh when you were like in high school because we're like the same age.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like the early two thousands or the yeah. For very sure. early two thousands. So yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm literally when I was a senior in high school, like that's when we were getting prop two fifteen passed. So you know, I had a couple of different jobs growing up I and mean, I was always hustling and one of them on, on, you know, was get after school a little bit and on weekends, just standing outside like grocery stores or like people were people, places where people were like
1: always yeah, really and
3: getting signatures for different, you know, for different propositions. The Prop 215 was of course one of them. And I'm like, oh, cool. how cool mm-hmm. was that? You know, oh, you yeah. old go run around getting Prop 215 signatures and then it passed, you know, passed right yes.
2: Yeah, when I was a senior in high school, um, I mean, that was, we're talking 2004, there were 2003, 2004 year. And uh, I remember like having the, I mean, not the direct plug. It was still a friend of a friend, but having the direct line to like Jack Herrera, train wreck, the P91, like, I mean, man, just having these strains and just feeling so blessed and uh, like seeing like my friend's weed. And even if it was like, you know, e- even if it was like chronic, you know, like a lot of times it was just a lot of the
3: mids
1: that yeah, a lot of people had. there'd be like a seed in there. I don't know, like what?
3: <laughs> and shout out to the community, right? And 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 you know, a lot of people, you know, look a certain way on the legacy community, you know. But in terms of how creative we are, I mean, just in a number, of, you know, a couple of years, how far we've come, right? I mean, and just in general, what we've done. Remember these old little bait, you know, vape pens? Yeah. Yeah. Starting there where it's, like, leaking all over the place, you know, to nowadays, I mean, you've got, like, all the, you know, all the uh, disposables Disposables, out there, yeah. Built know, into stupid. it. Like, I mean. Shout out to C-Cell. C-Cell changed the game, right? So, anytime you get, like, uh, an actual cartridge, you know, you could, like, look at the bottom. and Nine out of ten times, it'll say Jupiter or C-Cell. Yep. Um, and they really changed the game. That's when it stopped leaking, <laughs> you know? I
1: mean, mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah. we would have
3: big, big cartridges, you
1: know? Yeah.
2: And Sir Bong's said, hey, and hey, now, the brick <laughs> had its time and place. <laughs> then we're there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good, the good old brick. That's right. <laughs> but now they're, now they're coming
3: up and growing in Cali, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. that's gone. <laughs> they- yeah, yeah
2: that, that just doesn't exist anymore. Not yeah.
3: the strength. I mean, the land race strength. Right, and they're not going to look like some of the strains used to seeing, you know, in a you know, in a dispensary or whatever, um, are fantastic, right? From, from down in Mexico. So it wasn't the the genetics, it wasn't the flower itself. It was you know how they were transporting it most of the time, and how it wasn't dry yet, and so it comes all brown and nasty, and yeah. you know, didn't <laughs> care how many males were in the room, so you get seeds up in there, and you know, it was all. You know. And
2: there's there's so much room for like good weed in in vegas too because like all these dispensaries that i'm going to it's like i mean maybe once in a while they'll have like a really like good strain but it's still not cali top shelf you know oh, still, so not, was- still not the cali cali exotic
3: i
1: gotta yeah. turn you on to
3: some uh in vegas i mean you can get what was that?
1: i went to yeah. herbal essentials they delivered when i was at like staying at my place out there and they dropped it off and i was like cool man they gave me some Some edibles and a vape, and I was like, "Sweet, I'm set for the week."
2: Yeah, hell yeah. Delivery.
1: (laughs) I just showed up and gave showed up my license, and they were like, "Cool, all right, here you go."
2: (laughs) Those were the good old days, fifth, sixth grade. Not a fucking worry in the world.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nope, you ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You you just got to get yourself to the to the right spot. But there's there's fire flower coming out of Nevada, especially Vegas, definitely, yeah. definitely.
2: And he said, uh, "Song said my wife hates the smell, fuck weed, so I've had to turn to the vape." Yeah, yeah. That, that's rough. Uh, it is, it is what it is. But the uh, vape and the dab, yeah.
3: rosin carts, right? Yeah. I mean, they've gotten pretty good. Yeah, Song, you're getting you're getting distillate cards. You're getting like. Real good live rosin cards because if that's what you're getting, I mean yeah. it's not that. He good.
2: lives in Cali, so he should have access to some nice cards. Make
3: sure you're not getting distillate. when you walk in. Tell him I want live rosin, you know something like that. A thousand times better.
1: Um, that's what this is. It's from Chicago, or my friend brought it down from Chicago. It it's brand? Uh, Cresco.
3: Cresco, like
1: yeah. But it's a it's a it's an indica. It's blueberry space space cake. Shout out it's a live blossom, but it's good. Tastes good. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's that one exactly. But it's the vines of the blue whatever.
3: Right. So there, there you go. That's perfect example to what we were talking about. So yeah. while I'm doing this in here in this massive contraption, right now there literally is no difference. Before, you know, a year, two years ago, it was. I would tell no. you, like, yeah. Okay, there's a massive difference. Now there's no difference with what Peacock got, what I got and uh you know yeah dude. well that's it. what
1: i'm saying luckily like my friends take trips they travel all over the place so like somebody's in colorado i'm like hey psst, i'll paypal you because you know <laughs> or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: oh man that's how it goes and uh sir bong's said rosin carts are like hitting dab rigs yeah for sure he said even the taste come through mm-hmm. yeah I mean, that's what I'm like, and I'm still, uh, I still got all my vapes from the Hall of Flowers, and anytime I go out gambling or whatever, I always got uh, a nice vape with me.
1: Yeah, it's just nice when you're in public, it's like a little discreet whenever you need to be, or whatever.
2: Yeah, and everyone's puffing on them anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody cares.
2: Yeah, everybody knows that it's weird. Even here, <laughs>
1: even here, trust me.
3: Oh, yeah. And then they got, you know, so you can go and get yourself uh some some topicals too, you know. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Doc Greens. Shout out, out to Gronk. Gronk's got uh, a CBD topical company. Yeah, and, you know,
2: fix with paint. Yep. Oh yeah, especially for those athletes. Like, I mean, that's bullshit that they'd get flagged for, you know, CBD on a drug test for the longest time. Like, why the fuck wouldn't they want to do that? Like after,
1: uh, therapy, dude, you know, trust me, it's like the it's the best way to recover from from being hurt. You know, fuck or yeah. having pain. Trust me, fuck it yeah, it is. I don't know what I would have done without it when I was younger. Yeah, even so- now, like I'm even now, I'm old and I still play like flag football, like every other month or whatever. And you know, I'm 36, and my body takes like a whole week to recover from two games. You know, on and a Wednesday say- night or whatever.
2: I'm sure there's still a little bit of contact, right? Even though, it's yeah,
1: definitely, dude. I mean, these guys get real intense and physical. It's like, come on, dude, or I'll fall, or somebody will push me. It's like, come on it happens it's the, all the heyday time
2: to the, it's the heyday to the friday night lights right yeah. <laughs> We live in their high school dreams out there in the 30s
1: yeah i don't know man but there's a there's a nice field that i try i have to go to another little city a little further away but it's it's turf and it's like real soft and you can play with you know tennis shoes or whatever it's like that's where i like to play i don't you don't fall on the hard-ass desert turf that, i mean grass that's around some some of these other fields aren't even watered there's holes you gotta watch out. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I don't play in those. I'm like, "Nah, you know what? I'm out. <clears throat> Call me next week."
2: <laughs> song said, "Wait, what are they? Resin carts, live resin." Live, live resin was, carts.
3: Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah you want. Live yeah. resin uh, that you're looking for and it's called that. Uh, that's that's because of the f- it's when they cut the plant, it's it's fresh frozen from that point and uh, so it's like cannabinoids are also live,
2: you know. And, and that's not the brand, just to be clear. That's Yeah, any
3: brand. Yeah. It's the type of concentrate and what you want to stay away from when you're in the dispensary are distillate cartridges. You know, yeah. that's sort of like you're not paying that much less, but you're getting like apples and oranges. And no reason for it. So if you can and you have you know, stay away from those, definitely want to be hitting a lot of projects.
1: Speaking of plants, let me open this window so I can. Like I, I'm not growing a, a plant or anything. I'm just I have. Inside my office.
2: And uh, what up, Devin? Silly white boy. Let's smoke it up. About to heat up another dab. Let's get it rolling.
3: Now they've been one went, went step further. About hit this. The cold cure live rosin. So they're going for flavor on top of flavor on top of flavor. Record.
1: This is oh, that GMO
3: too. So you know that's going to be real good.
1: I designed a. a um... A thing for some edible gummies for a True Hash Company out there in California. And it's a, it was basically what the high chew has. concept. It was basically the high chew concept and I just like changed all the stuff on it and you know it was like a 30 count of whatever. But
3: what milligrams. company are
1: you gonna say? True Hash. True talking Hash Co. Trees? What's that?
3: Talking Trees? True Hash?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if they go by Talking Trees. It's just True Hash Co. You. They have like a little palm tree or it's black with like a circle on the, the design, I think. Anyway, uh, what's the name of the guy? I think the guy's name's Dakota or one of the owners, owners or whatever. But anyway, nice. um, yeah, he was he like, hey, can you come up. He's like, can you change the, like, the haichu bag, you know, the candy bag, but make it look like, you know, for edibles? And I was like, yeah, sure. So those are floating out there somewhere if you see them. I, I did that design. <laughs> nice. nice.
3: Yeah, I was uh, speaking with Ron, you know, New York, uh, you know, they – they just legalized and they're about to, to put the regulations out and get the whole system going. And one of the things that they've, they're sort of clamping down on right off the bat uh, is packaging. Right. And you know, what they're doing is they're looking at some of the earlier States and the learning lessons from, from those States. And all right. So on the one hand, I, I hear what they're saying. You don't want to be attract. You don't want it to a infringe on. Yeah patent or copyright. So right. you know, certain I don't have to give names, but certain things that look like extremely popular candy brands, you know, but you <laughs> yeah. change like the the S to a Z or whatever. It's not gonna and everything else looks the same. It's not gonna work, you know? Right. You're, or you know, certain things. I mean they're, they're, and there have been major lawsuits. So shout out to them. but listen you know you don't want to spend right all that money with someone like Peacock only to have to change your branding. <laughs> Because you're getting sued, <laughs> right?
1: And yeah. So, well, I didn't charge her much, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, send me some in the mail.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so always, always understand compliance, and every state's a little bit different. But what's interesting is, uh, and that's why I bring it up. In New York, um, there anything that looks like bubble writing, you know, they're going like into fonts, they're going into oh, yeah. characters, what you can and cannot send the packaging, so. You know it's not going to necessarily look sterile like you know maybe like up in canada how some of the packaging looks up there um, but you know what i was thinking right but i'd love to get your thoughts you know you know in terms of like because packaging is huge right
1: a product right. could be fantastic yeah. but and if people have kind of like similar products all lined up at a um, you know at one of these conventions show, or whatever
3: people are visual, right they want to grab at something right Right. What I was thinking, though, people can get, you know, creative with maybe the shape of the package, like sort of like some alcohol bottles, you know, I've done, um, yeah. you know, or like cologne bottles, right, where it's not nice. necessarily the writing or the image, you know, and then maybe you, I don't know, but like you're definitely got to figure out what attracts the demographic that, that's buying your product to your product, you know uh usually it's more than just it's a certain strain or whatever
1: because i think it's a lot of honesty it's it's uh like i'm personally like attracted to things that are like you know pop culture you know or, or retro or like they strike a chord with you know just how i grew up so like if i see something that's cool that i like that's you know relating to marvel or rick and morty or something but like you know it's you know just kind of gives you that vibe that i'm going for it or whatever or if i like uh you know, like a lot of like uh, trippy psychedelic, like, like, you know, tie-dye shit too. Like I'm gravitating towards that. So like, you know, if you can incorporate things like, you know, that's the kind of people that are typically, you know, buying that kind of product as well. They're into things like that. And yeah, I think you kind of have to highlight and touch on those, but would not necessarily just dive right in. And like you said, you know, go straight into copyright or whatever. It's kind of uh, like did, right?
3: They, they yeah. tapped into a culture.
1: You know, yeah, like with me, the way I do it, though, like with my site and a lot of the way people get around it is that you go to uh, a huge vector, like thing like a, it has stock photos and then you, you pay for the license and it's like a dollar to use the image and then you can change it. So you've already paid the, the royalty and it's really nothing. And then you can put it on your website and sell all the stuff. So that's basically what I do, like with, you know, my T-shirts and my artwork and stuff. So there's ways around it <clears throat> as well.
3: To get
1: that guy, but what, uh, like I have a Care Bear one up there, and it was like totally licensable, so I use that. And then I put like a joint in his hand, and I change the oh, nice. thing to a, a pot leaf, and it's it's a 420 bear. It's like sharing is caring. It's
3: actually my favorite one I've been on your channel. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite one, of
1: course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's you know there's ways, and then and like I'm uh, like I'll draw out some of my own fonts sometimes, and just to get around you know other things, and then I'll upload. It's there's just ways to do things, but it's tough sometimes like something
3: like that you could definitely not do in new york
1: you know? yeah i'm sure
3: and so it's going to be interesting but you know brands like nike and i mean that i wouldn't call that sterile you know i mean you could think of a ton of like higher-end brands that you know aren't crazy font but they you know maybe they do like a color contrast or something cool or you know something but uh you know my guess is you know, if you can tap into that, in a place like New York, they're going to need creative minds to help them out. How to get those brands? How to get that message out to you know to their demographics so they buy the product without maybe the traditional yeah. messages that they've been doing up until now.
1: Yeah, those those uh, those cool uh, funky designs, man. I'm just saying, like you slap them on, just like uh, just like hustler's shirt there with a Cheech and chong. Like people like stuff like that. You can, you know what I mean. You can. There's I don't know how you could get away like get around the likeness you know and, you know not get in trouble if you're going to be putting it on a a cannabis product and trying to sell it or something you know I'm sure Cheech would come after you or something but uh, but you what, know but, but like something
2: like a Cheech and Chong like brand shirt.
1: Yeah, like you can do something that looks like like a guy that looks like Jack Black, and make it look like you know, or something. You know, it doesn't have to be. You know, I don't think Jack Black's gonna come after you. Like it's like is that me? Like you don't. I mean, just, sure. I mean, you just, can just say like you play around with stuff. I just a necessarily poke, have to do. Poke, do a poke high.
3: I'm in the Bundy league. So do do a poke high, but maybe
1: yeah, like, maybe Al Bundy Bundy's
3: doing
1: it
3: with a lot of that. <laughs> but maybe he's got like a sack. You know, <laughs> a football. That's perfect, or dude. He's got you know.
1: That would be that's cool. Fire. yeah, yeah. Fire. yeah. Four T- that's four TDs in, in a game and stuff. But yeah, a lot of people do like you can do silhouettes of yeah, things that look you know? ex- exactly. Poke high is not. There's no school named Poke High. The you the know? people who are on the show aren't going to come after you for putting Poke High on a on a graphic or a shirt. You know what I mean? So thirty three. <laughs> there's ways to get around stuff like that.
2: Okay. One, of the pri- one of the prizes, uh, there's gonna be five jerseys uh that are that are given out to the top five teams in uh, in the best ball tournament. The Polkai Al Bundy is oh, yeah. one of the jerseys.
1: So, oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, hey guys, well that appreciate uh, hanging out with you. I think my kids are stirring, so I'm gonna go make some breakfast for them as well.
2: Sounds good, peacock. Thanks for joining, homie.
1: Hey, all right, man. Enjoy 710, buddies. Yo,
3: yo. So that uh, that that remediation CRC method yeah so you know back to what you were starting to say like right when concentrates start you know and and you've got all kinds of people making them and um, you know what goes in usually the you know the saying is what goes in come is what comes out garbage in garbage out right uh, but <laughs> right? what people were trying to do is skip around that. Right. And if they had garbage out, they were trying to figure out, right. How to remediate that and either a make it look, you know, like, you know, a different, you know, uh, a different grade of a product uh, or, you know, even make it taste like another kind of a product, but what you, you know, shout out to SC labs, right. That's, you know, that's, you know, one of our, our, our first companies uh, that we invested in way back. In, you know, uh, that was like back in uh, 2013. This and Cali only made it mandatory to test in 2018. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, about a, uh, what was it during COVID? I think it was the there was a, a, a time there, period of time where uh, there we were getting close to getting a, a federal ban on all vape cartridges period right yeah. because people were developing this condition right when they were you know getting some you know some some potentially smoking some vape cartridges right and what was happening is it was a different type it wasn't crc but it was a different type of method in that which you know uh, people were you know changing the way you know an actual you know product looked and and uh consistency of a product right and you know, they were adding something that maybe they didn't think was bad and harmful necessarily, right? Um, And like CRC, it's not necessarily harmful, right? But it's misleading, right? And and it's not, you know, it's not what what really needs to be done, right? And so you have labs like SC Labs that, A, are calling out, um, you know, when, when companies are remediating their product, right? Especially and highlighting those that aren't Right. Same with uh, like the Emerald Cup and and other competitions like that. Really, you know, highlighting growers and producers of product that, you know, that that aren't skipping, that aren't, you know, messing around. And, uh, you you know, again, shout out to SC Labs that, you know, they were able to identify very early on. Right. That these weren't products coming from. The legal market this you know because you can't do that that would show up in a lab test right yeah. um, and you couldn't script the system like that but it was showing up uh i'm mean, you know in in you know counterfeit cartridges that you know of people were making on their own and and you know just yeah trying to either remediate or, or, or trying to you know add something to to make it better and yeah like Bogie's saying if it ain't lab approved signed, sealed. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to move and I wouldn't touch it anymore. You know, my kids are grown, you know, two of my kids are grown right now over 21. And, you know, I tell them all the time, unless you're getting a vape cart, you know, from a dispensary, it's not worth
2: it. Yeah. You, know? you don't know what the fuck they're
3: doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> yeah. You want it Pure. Nowadays, I mean, the way that people are extracting, you know, period, uh, mainly, right? You started with that, you know, butane, you know, it's either solvents or non-solvent, right? you got your butane, you've got your CO2, right? Your two main solvents. Um, Of course, you've got other gas, you know, and and alcohols that, that people are using and distillation methods and other type of extraction methods that people are using. It's all about. What type of flavor and how much post-processing that that those those manufacturers are doing at, at the end of the day, um, but yeah, you know nowadays again we're we're living in in a time where you know most most things you know have have a QR code you know just boom right here you know everything's got like a QR code on their product these days and you can find out you know when it was lab tested where it was tested by and and know what's in your product. It's safe. It is what it is. Um, yeah.
2: And it needs to be that way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Propane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Hank Hill selling cannabis and cannabis accessories.
3: You would have hit it big. I guarantee you Hank Hill would have gone right into cannabis. One of my boys, when he was doing, he was, uh, he was, uh, uh, one of the, one of the biggest, uh, packaging you know uh, guys in cannabis early on right uh you remember when it was like uh like pop like those like medicine looking bottles instead of like the way they are now like glass so yep. they started doing all of those and like they had huge huge market share and then when everyone started getting into these solvents right well they already knew you know who was doing what in the industry so they had you know, purchased this uh solvent company and became hank hill and did it right <laughs> <laughs> and you know and they converged those companies that's awesome uh, ge- genius yeah
2: oh yeah especially i mean can't blame people for doing stuff like that either like uh, it was funny um what's his name uh julia white Steve Urkel, yeah, you know, for the longest time, he was really hating on, not hating, but wanting to get past the Steve Urkel, you know, um, just phase of his life. He didn't want to be known as, you know, the goofy nerd anymore. And then he starts getting into, uh, uh, starts getting into where he's actually smoking and going into dispensaries and seeing purple Urkel. And he was like, I noticed a trend that purple Urkel wasn't really that good. He was like, I never walked in and like pur- pur- purple, purple Urkel was like the best you know strain on the shelf or anything. And then so now he flipped the script. All right Antonio, we'll catch you later bro. Uh, and then he flips the script, creates um, a purple Urkel strain. I forget with what company uh, he did the collab with, but I want to smoke some of that uh, <laughs> smoke some of that purple Urkel and apparently you can't like keep it in stock at all and I think it's only around the LA area.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah, a lot of celebrities jumping in. Shout out to Tyson, Tyson 2.0. Yeah. Shout out to Ric Flair. Ric Flair Drip. we'll choose Coming out soon. But if you're if you're a celebrity, name the game is hooking up with quality producer. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna name names, but there's a lot of big celebrities out there who didn't do that, right? Uh for whatever reason. I mean you know, but they didn't do that, and and brand didn't soar like they thought it would. But in a day where you can't market your brand with regular commercials and regular yeah. magazine, any you know traditional marketing and branding, yeah. well, Mike Tyson can go on Jimmy Kimmel and talk about you know Mike Bites, <laughs> right? His yeah. his his ear-shaped edible with a little bite out of it. Oh, yeah. that's branding gold. You know, what other better commercial is that? Right.
2: Cause what uh, do you know the story behind Tyson Ranch and what happened um, with that? that first. Yeah, and that was all I really knew. I mean, um, they were al- they were always talking about Tyson Ranch on uh, on his podcast. You know, when he first started his podcast, and then he just randomly just stopped talking about it. I was like, why? Yeah. What? So what happened with
3: that? Yeah, just some issues. I think you know, behind the scenes, some capital issues, and you know. Really, what I always say, people ask me as, you know, what I do is we invest in the, the cannabis industry, right? Cannabis Now, one of our media companies that we invest in, uh, Tyson 2.0, a company we invest in, SC Labs, a company we invest in, right? So we invest in, in a lot of the companies in the cannabis industry. And, um, you know, people always ask what, you know, what's one of the, you know, what's one of the reasons why you invest? And I always say the team, right? Tyson Ranch didn't have the right team, right? You can have the greatest product, the greatest ambassador, but you know if the people sort of behind the wheel and you know the mechanics fixing the car and you know or whatever vehicle to get from point A to point B aren't the right people, right? Um, and you don't have that right. What's called C-suite, right? Of executives and and under them and like right, communication and everything. You know, it's not always a money issue it's not always where you can point something but that team's got to be you know on point for for any company to really you know to really go right um well well, i know that
2: all these phases are like important but what would you say is one of the most important or no 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 What, what would you say is the most important phase, like um, whether it is the ambassador, whether it's the, uh, the marketing, the sales packaging, you know, if you had to say one, that's the most important that people really need to have a specialist,
3: you know, or something special in that part of it, what would you say? Uh, If they're going to hire someone, definitely like, you know, a COO type person, like an operator, you know, a lot of us in the cannabis industry, a lot of legacy type people, a very creative, you know. We've got all kinds of ideas, right? But not necessarily, you know, going to be able to execute on every single one of them. But if you hire someone, you have someone on your squad, you know, that you know maybe you take an equity, you partner with them. You can't hire them at the moment. That is going to be able to execute. You know, if that's not you, you know, it's 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 really finding someone that you know is you know has some of the qualities that you know, you don't excel in, you know, that's probably one of the first things you want to do as an entrepreneur create your team. And, and as difficult as it may be, you know, and again, there's ways to hire people without, without money, right. Without capital off the bat and get, have people working with you, uh, you know, on your idea and stuff. You need that team, right. As investors, we want to know that it's not just you because obviously there's that hit by the bus theory, right. If it's just you and things shit hits the fan, well, <laughs> Things are done, right? No, there's got to be continuity, a team, and a team creates that, right? Uh, and then when you when you're creating that team, it's not necessarily about finding someone that can execute. You got to vibe with that person because you're creating a culture, right? Because that culture is ultimately what you're going to highlight and what is going to represent your brand to the demographic. And it's what's going to bring your brand to you. You know what I mean? And yeah. if you're going to do those things right, you know, because ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you have good genetics. You put them in the ground. You can grow some fire, flour, but, you know, it's a commodity, right? And you're going to have larger producers, you know, think Budweiser, right? You're going to have larger producers growing at scale, not necessarily for quality, um, but, you know, that's why you got to look what kind of brand you like, just like walking into, you know, finding what kind of wine you like, find alcohol, whatever it may be. Um, there's always something out there that's for you, um, but ultimately, like you know, Peacock was saying earlier, um, you know, you know, it's sort of combining those two things. Find someone that that can execute if that's something that you know you're lacking. If you're the executor, find someone that's thinking big picture. You know, find the, the missing link, um, but make sure that you know that you're able to connect with whomever you're trying to you know sell or you know your product or service to. Um, because if you're just coming out and being like, yeah, I can go great flour or I, I can squash great flour and turn it into a great concentrate. Well, so can thousands and thousands of other yeah. people. right? So what's going to differentiate your product? I mean, think cookies. Right. I mean, what's so special about the cookies brand? Right. We're not going to talk about the fire flour. We'll talk about that for a second because it is fire. Right. But that's not what differentiates the cookies brand. Right, you're talking to me about burner and the merch and, and the culture, right? I see fucking right? like
2: teenage teenagers walking around with cookie shirts. Yeah, like I was telling me
3: in church, shirt. people walking around with cookies gear. Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's literally like that's you know, it's that's how he he became a billion dollar brand, right? Yeah. Not because he necessarily focused on, you know, uh, I mean he was very good product because he knew his, his demographic wanted very good product and, and knew a flavor. And then he was smart and sort of attached it to, you know, Mark was able to market that through music, right. Which is a fantastic medium, uh, you know, for cannabis and in general cannabis, food and music. always say are things that like can sort of bring people together. Right. Uh, regardless of your politics and religion and things like that. Um, so he's kind of got that on lock. Right. So it, it's, it's that, that's, that's sort of the best advice that, that I can give, you know, whether it's the investor you're looking for, whether it's a partner, you know, find the missing link and make sure you buy, um, first and foremost.
2: Yeah. One thing that I've noticed is like, um, well, I mean, especially just like with the dispensaries down here, like, I don't know who's at the top, but, like, man, they are not training the people, like, at the bottom because we go into these different places and people knowing, like, absolutely nothing. And, yeah. you know, and then some not being helpful. Like, yeah, if it, if it sucks at the bottom, it probably sucks at the top. I mean, that, that's, the only, that's the only way that I can really think of it.
3: And uh, some are doing it right. And, you know, those, for example, again, when, it, when, it's, a, when it's a dispensary and that's the brand, that you're creating? Well, it's not a product you can sell, so what are you selling? You know, Other than we've got a lot of product, we're always stocked, right? It's yeah. Kind of the secret sauce is, how do you treat your people? Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you treat your butt tenders? You know, is it like a rotation? Every time you go into that dispensary, is it a new butt tender? You know, or every time yeah. you go in there, is it the same butt tender? It's like, hey, and he knows your name and knows what you like, right? And it's more than just, he's getting a little cut, you know, from, you know, or stiff or whatever he gets from, you know, from the brand. And that's why, you know, someone comes in Hey, what's your favorite uh, such and such? And, oh, it's this, you know, they're giving you what, you know, they've got in the back that they're supposed to unload that day. Right. Um, but you develop that relationship with them. But more importantly, the the, the the retail brand, right, is giving the bud tender the confidence to do that and, and giving them that education. Yeah giving them product to to, to try and, and to understand how it tastes, why it tastes like that, how it's made, take them on a tour of, of different manufacturers. that are doing it in different ways. These guys are doing it through solvents. These guys are doing not solvents here. They're growing it in a greenhouse here. They're going to indoors, you know, and help them understand what they're selling. Right. And, and bring them in as a family. Right. Maybe, maybe earn a little equity along the way, all kinds of tips like that. You're going to, Give the consumer without even trying a much better experience, right?
2: For sure. For sure, yeah. And uh, I and seeing and that's the that's the tough part with like who's it really on, you know, is it on the brand, is it on the dispensary? I mean, it should be a little bit like on both, um, because you want you want the I mean, as a brand, I mean, you want the people. Who are like pushing your product to like want to push the product because there's like a million things that anybody could push at any given second, like literally, like okay. whatever's like on their mind. Um, and you know that they haven't tried everything in the shop. You know, there's like always so many things that's almost impossible for anybody to try everything, the bud tenders that is. So, I mean, I feel like it goes a long way, like greasing the wheels of the bud tender, you know, who I mean, usually the thing that they're happiest about is working in the dispensary, maybe getting a discount, you know, on flour or whatever. But when you start getting free stuff, you know, and that I know that that just feels cool for anybody getting free stuff for no reason.
3: Absolutely. I know a lot of dispensary owners, they'll do like contests, you know, all the time with with the bartenders and they'll walk away with all kinds of free product. And, you know, at a certain point, um, you know, there are ways that the dispensary knows – dispensary owners can do that through the metric system legally. And, you know, there's, there's ways you can, you know, incentivize your employees like that. And yeah, that's, that's really the best way. And my opinion, the only way to to do it right. Uh, People notice when, when they walk in and it's constant turnover and you're not getting help and uh, you know, a a patient or, or a consumer can go to you know down the street right these days <laughs> go, uh, go to the other one so why are they going to repeat especially and get the same brands that they're getting in yours i mean there's why are they coming back to you as yeah, a retailer um right. you know not everybody's burner not everybody's going to put up a cookies flag and everybody's going to come rushing, right yeah so why why you as a retail uh, you know owner why are people going to come visit that store uh, mm-hmm. nine out of ten times you know, other than parking, <laughs> it's going to be how you, how you treat your clients, you know, I mean, how you treat your clients and how you treat your, your employees. Yeah. And that's then, really
2: with any business, right? Like, I mean, especially if there's sales like involved, I mean, that I've been in so many random like sales companies and I say random, I mean, they were, you know, like some of them were like Verizon uh, wireless affiliates and things like that. And, I just remember like it just being like such a like a sales grind of the numbers that you had to hit and everything was fucking stressful like every month. And then when you hit your numbers, all they did was just raise the numbers for the next month for you to make the same amount of money that yep. you did that month. So, yeah, that, that's the kind of shit that needs to be like out the window. And yep, Things are changing, though. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we, we've been rocking on this for, man, damn near two hours. So I think it was a good time to sign off. And uh, I believe tonight we're going to be doing uh, me, Bogey, and Spencer doing our consensus super flex QBs. So we already did our consensus top 12, but now we're going to be getting into our consensus 13 through 24. The guys who in a super flex, they will be going for sure. And we'll be giving our thoughts on some of our favorite guys and where we have them uh, charted out. So, and, you're uh, saying Lance and
3: Fields will both be on the agenda?
2: <laughs> well, Bogey already had Lance in the top. Yeah, eight, so yeah, you know, he,
3: he was, was uh, already
2: in the uh, the yeah, Bogey's fucking crazy with Bogey's that. Eight, make uh, the I'm
3: telling <laughs> you right now, and he's gonna go top five.
2: He totally, you know couldn't. what?
3: We're both making the call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Devin said, I've been stuck in the sales world for years, Phil. You has yeah, man and especially now at least everything that i'm selling is uh benefiting me more than you know i mean shit i remember at verizon (laughs) getting like over a hundred thousand in profit just as like a salesman or at least like that's what they said you know but getting like two thousand in the month or like something like that you know so it's it's whatever you know like i'm over that racket smoke it up sir bongs a lot and what do you got to shout out hess uh and shout out, account.
3: like always. Well, a trust capital anybody has desire to get into the cannabis industry, check out trust capital. What we do, uh, trust capital, trust solutions essentially, we help people uh, participate in the cannabis industry, whether that's uh, as an entrepreneur or as an investor. And we've been doing it for a long time, and I think we know what we're doing. Um, and then shout out a couple companies, Cannabis Now, uh, check them out. Cannabis Now, you can check them out on IG, you can check them out on Facebook, check them out online, check them out everywhere, check them out uh, if you're at the airport, you know, go get one of their magazines. Uh, but definitely get your cannabis now. And uh, yeah, always shouting out Tyson 2.0 in yeah. the ear. Go get some fire if you're in uh, one of the legal states, chances are. And I can't say this about uh, many other brands, if any other brand. Uh, if you're in a legal state, chances are you can get Tyson 2.0. Uh, and it's one of the only products like that, right? you in, you in Cali, not necessarily you can get it, you know, uh, in in uh, Chicago. If you're in Chicago, not necessarily you walk into Spencer. It's not something you're going to get in, uh, you know, Florida. Where, you know, if, if you're in a legal state, you probably get the same Tyson 2.0. It's going to be quality. It's going to be what you like. And uh, it's going to be fire. The year
2: of the ear, I love it.
3: <laughs>
2: Talk about marketing. Yep. All right. We're getting the hell up out of here. We'll see you a little later today. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing um, another review um, on the uh, on the best ball tourney. So uh, we'll see you uh,
3: later. Peace out. Happy 710, fam. Yeah. Hold up. Hey. So, bad. so, bad. so, bad. so,
2: bad. so, bad. so, so, I'm so. Bad. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I
0: smoke two joints when I play video games. And every 10,000 points. Is it such a crime? Hey, everybody should be getting high.
3: Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. Smoke beat every day.